0: Hey, I'm Sarah. And I'm Erin. And this is 31 Nights of Scary Shit. Hello, friends. Hello. Again. We're back. We keep coming back. And we're back for more. And Sarah's going to do all of her catch-up episodes from where she had to, like, Live a life that was pretty shitty and wasn't able to uh, do a lot of research. So the next few episodes will be me, friends. You'll be hearing from me. And then Aaron's going to round us out with a really good Halloween episode that we're super jazzed about. Yes, but I'm not super jazzed that after Halloween it's basically... Lame N- November for the whole Lame month, town. and then yeah, and then nothing good until Christmas, and then it just sucks. January, February, we have, but we will come up with really interesting episodes to keep us going. Yes, promise. we will. I promise, we will. So, I was reading Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, okay, which is a good one for this season, yeah. And I wanted to do an episode about Savannah, but quickly realized that that literally could be its own podcast in and yeah. itself, and I'm pretty sure there is one. I think all about Savannah, but, um, what I thought I would focus on is one of the elements from the book and Savannah in particular, which is the Bonaventure cemetery. Okay. It's featured in the movie. Okay. Um, but it's also referenced in the book. The cemetery itself has a Southern Gothic atmosphere with Spanish moss giving shade to time-worn Victorian monuments. I love Victorian. Right? Every, I knew you'd like this one. Everything. I yes. It's spooky. And if you look up pictures of it, it's like I would love to live in this cemetery. Yeah. Um it was first constructed in 1846. Cool. Um and there are many notable figures buried there, uh like singer Johnny Mercer and poet <laughs> Conrad Aiken. Who's Johnny Mercer? Johnny Mercer, he's the he started Capitol Records. He Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the cemetery is located on the former site of Bonaventure Plantation, which was originally owned by Colonel John Mulrine. Mulrine is what I'll go with. <laughs> um, and during the Revolutionary War, both Mulrine and Tatnall, which was Mulrine's uh, son in law, mm-hmm. pledged their allegiance to England, mm. an act that led to them being banished from Georgia. Oh. So in 1782, all loyalist property in Georgia was being auctioned off, including Bonaventure Plantation. But by 1788, Bonaventure was once again in the Tatnall family after Josiah Tatnall Jr. purchased back his father's his grandfather's plantation. So all the story to get to the spooky bits. And if you want the really spooky bits, just Google pictures of Bonaventure Cemetery. It's really cool if you want to look at those while you listen to this. It's kind of mm-hmm. awesome. Uh the family burial ground continued to be used, um, with Josiah Tatnall Jr. himself being buried there along with his wife and six of their nine children. Hmm. The first burials took place in 1850, and three years later, Peter Whitberger, founder of the cemetery himself, was entombed in a family vault. Hmm. Um mayor not mayor, major. William H. Wiltberger, the son of Peter, formed the Evergreen Cemetery Company in eighteen sixty-eight. And by nineteen oh seven, the city of Savannah had purchased it, making it a making it a public cemetery and changing its name to Bonaventure Cemetery. So at first it was a plantation, then it was a family plot, then it was a cemetery. Gotcha. Interestingly enough, in eighteen sixty-seven, John Muir. Okay. Uh, began his thousand mile walk to Florida and the Gulf in October. He sojourned for six days and nights in the Bonaventure cemetery. <laughs> um, and he slept on graves. Oh, okay. Yep. This apparently being the safest and cheapest accommodation that he could find. Okay. Um, He found the cemetery um, breathtakingly beautiful and inspiring and wrote a lengthy chapter, chapter upon it. In Camping in the Tombs. Oh my gosh. Yep. The person who is entombed in the cemetery that we need to spend the most amount of time talking about is a girl called Gracie Watson. Okay. And this is where we get the spooky tales from. Hmm. Aside from the fact that this is pre-Civil War, you know, it, it's spooky to begin with. Yes. But this is where we get extra spooky. So born in Savannah, Georgia in 1883, Gracie was the only child of W.J. and Francis Watson. Her father was the manager of the Pulaski Hotel located at the corner of Bull and Bryant in Savannah. The hotel was Gracie's essentially playground and she was beloved by all the guests and staff and was often in the lobby um, singing songs and dancing on April 22nd, 1889, just two days before Easter, Gracie passed away at the age of six Hmm. after suffering a brief episode of pneumonia. Very common at the time. Hmm. She was interred in the Watson family plot in Bonaventure cemetery. Her grave was initially marked by a traditional headstone. However, in 1890, her grief stricken father commissioned sculptor, John Walls, to produce a monument bearing Gracie's likeness. The marble sculpture sculpture was made from a photograph of Gracie taken shortly before her death, which is, in my opinion, where the spookiness starts. If you've got a sculpture that looks just like your dead child, Uh, creepy. The statue depicts Gracie seated with her legs crossed at the ankles, her right hand resting atop a section of tree trunk entwined with ivy. Wall's life-size sculpture was said to bear an uncanny and haunting resemblance to the little girl in life gracie's monument is also reportedly one of george's only funerary monuments sculpted in such a distinct likeness is that a word funerary yes it is funerary i googled it i'm very impressed that you're impressed by it funerary yes all right also in a different life i would be a funeral director I know that would be rad. I would do that so quickly. If I am, if I all of a sudden get an influx of like an enormous amount of cash and can change my career, I would do that. Will you hire me to work at your funeral? 100%. Oh my gosh. Many, if anyone has the inside tip and can help me with this, please send me an email at 31nights of scary shit at (laughs) gmail.com. What a segue. (laughs) I'm killing it. I'm just saying, why are people getting on with us with ads? Because I could seamlessly integrate them. I know. And what about your michelin tires like i just <laughs> seamless uh, many visitors <laughs> place toys at her grave when they visit oh boy and some have reported seeing the ghost of gracie near the site other spooky accounts of bonaventure include inexplicable sounds like crying babies and barking dogs oh i hate that and statues suddenly smiling as people approach ah, them Ah, statue smiling that's my personal favorite one. Ah. or crying Spooky. Spooky. On the cover of the book, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, uh, the bird girl statue is featured. It's the one where she's holding the two. I have the book in my house. And if I had been smart, I would have grabbed it. But the reason I'm talking about it is because the statue used to be in the cemetery itself Uh um, and had since been moved to limit the destruction of it. Because I guess people wanted to hang out with it. You know what I mean? The statue is from 1936 and is one of four versions of it in the world. The family that originally put it in the cemetery referred to it as little Wendy. Oh, creepy. A uh, bird girl <laughs> is cast in bronze and stands 50 inches tall. She is the image of a young girl wearing a simple dress and a sad or contemplative expression with her head tilted toward her left shoulder. She stands straight, her elbows propped against her waist as she holds up two bowls out from her sides. The bowls are often described by viewers as bird feeders, and that is the statue that has been known to weep. Mm. Also, why it was moved from the cemetery. Oh, my. A lot of people debunked it by saying condensation and dew and rain and all those yes. things. So, like, uh, probably unsubstantiated, but another one that kind of spooky spooky cemetery friends spooky spooky cemetery have you ever seen a really really old cemetery yeah have you did you look up pictures of this one i haven't no i haven't oh my up god this. we're gonna look them up right now because there's this is i've been in really old cemeteries before Me and they're too. so creepy they're creepy but they are they're so cool like when i was in maine we stopped at some really old cemeteries that were like basically next door just to people's yards. I mean, that's really pretty with all the azaleas, but I mean, look at all that Spanish moss. Spooky, scary skeletons is right. I mean, that's kind of, that's creepy. Oh, I don't like that one at all. Creepy. (laughs) Creepy. It's just, just, it's just creepy. Yeah, it really truly is. Oh, here is the statue. Bird girl. Yeah. And that's the one that has been known to cry. Where's the one of Gracie Watson? That's a good one to show you. It also has a nice um, engraved stone talking about Gracie Watson, but it's like a landmark. um, And the ghost of Gracie Watson is seen in the cemetery. Mm-hmm. But apparently that looks just like her, which is actually really super creepy. Yeah, I don't like And look, it's the creepy child that you always see in a cemetery creeping around, creeping oh, yeah. on you yeah yeah forever and ever amen please don't come and haunt me gracie watson i love you you she has no reason to though she Got no reason to come here don't come here it's she's not it's maryland it's pretty terrible just don't do it <laughs> um but you know what you should do <laughs> you should donate to our <laughs> buy me a coffee or our Venmo because we'll send you a free sticker. That's pretty rad. It's actually a really rad sticker. It's pretty cute. Like actually. it's a, it's a decent sized sticker. Yeah. It's high quality. You know, you're going to love it. You're going to get maybe some hand signed stuff from us, maybe possibly. But anyway, friends, we also want you to follow us on all of our social medias linked in the show notes and to send us your stories at 31 nights of scary shit at com. But most importantly, Stay spooky. Um, Bye.